Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. What's going on, Kingdom Success Listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 330. 330. And excited to be able to do this with you guys. I'm traveling down the road. It is about 6.48 in the morning, and um, it is a Wednesday. And I'm on Interstate 75 going south, uh, headed to Macon, Georgia. You probably, if uh, if you've listened to my podcast, I've, I've actually had some projects that I've had to do down in Macon. <clears throat> um, things that we're wrapping up on regarding to my my dad's, my father's business, who, who is obviously my uh, late father, who passed away almost um, 18 months ago. So, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about something that I have, I don't know, I mean, I, I've been doing this right here, what I'm going to talk about you know, for years and, you know, it's, it, it's kind of, um, taken on different forms over the years, but it's been something that I, I've done really for, ah, man, I would say since I was maybe 17, uh, maybe even, uh, maybe 16. I, I just know that whenever I was young, I, I would do these, I would do this. So what was that? What was that? Well, some people call it journaling. Some people call it note taking. Some people call it, uh, you know, micro journaling. Some people call things just different things. Okay. And I was sitting there not sitting there. Obviously, I was sitting actually because I was listening to an audiobook. That audiobook is called 15 Secrets of Successful People. Um, and I believe the author's name is Cruz. Starts with a K. So as I'm listening uh, to the audiobook, he goes into this chapter, it's chapter six. It says uh, Richard Branson's. Uh, number one productivity tool or number one thing that helped him build his, you know, $4 billion businesses that he has. And I, obviously I kind of perk up to that and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I know, I've, I've heard of Richard Branson. Uh, I know that he owns a couple different companies. And so he starts talking about this thing called note-taking or journaling in the book and he talks about how that journaling can take yourself and your brain um, really and make it more productive 
And I thought that this was very interesting because I, I honestly, I mean, and this just triggered in me this whole entire thought of like, really? I, I mean, I had never really thought about all the journaling and everything that I was doing and what it was doing. I knew it was benefiting me. And really, that's that's I guess that's where one of the big things I just want to come across at before I you know go any you know any deeper into this is that journaling, note taking, um, you know, writing a diary if you want to call it a diary is not so much for people to sit there and read or people sit or for you to say I'm going to publish these journal entries down the road. Let me get a quick swig of water. Hang on, guys. Mm. Your process of journaling is actually this, this exercise, this thing that helps you flesh things out. Um, I, I, I was listening to uh, another audio and uh, about journaling and it said that Anne Frank, um, if you don't know the story of Anne Frank, Anne Frank basically uh, was a, um, a young lady and she was a Jewish young lady. And this is back whenever uh, the Nazis uh, were invading uh, different countries. I don't know, I can't remember the country, but her her family for, I, I don't know how many long it was, maybe a year, two years, or maybe whatever it was, lived in an attic of this one uh, family's house <clears throat> because they were Jewish and she had to stay in this attic uh, in order to survive, she and her family. And she put this quote down, uh, or at least this gentleman said it's one of her, his favorite quotes of um, Anne, Anne Frank's diary or Anne Frank's journal entries. And she said that paper is very patient. And I, th- I think that's, that's a very interesting statement right there because a lot of times I know for myself, you know, one of the things that journaling has helped me is maybe I have some conflict or maybe I have some, uh, you know, internal dialogue that's going on with me that I haven't externalized yet, or I'm, I'm having a difficult time with say a person or a situation. And if I'm able to journal it, it's actually able to get outside of me and get out onto um, an external thing and for me to actually go back <clears throat> sometimes um, go back and actually review that or relook at that and I find that you know because being able to get something out and externalize it and put it on a piece of paper or on a digital device if you're you know typing it out I feel like it is a a very interesting thing for you to go back and reread it and see where your thoughts are at and then see that what what you were probably dealing with was not that big of a deal. Um, 
there's a scripture verse actually in Jeremiah. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, as you guys know, I'm reading through the entire Bible right now. I just got into reading Jeremiah 30, uh, verse 2. And I'm not going to sit there and read it because I'm driving right now. But it, I found it very interesting that the Lord told Jeremiah to write down for record everything that the Lord says to Jeremiah. Now, you might say, well, Tyler, he's a prophet. You know, obviously the Lord's wanting him to record everything. But I, I feel like that, you know, even for me, even for me, something that I started to do, and I, I know several, I mean, I'm talking multi, many Christians that are, that are successful, that are solid Christians that I, that I, I know and trust and so forth, you know, they will write out their conversation, their quiet time conversation they have with the Lord. It's like they're writing out their prayer, but at the same time, they also give ear to the Holy Spirit, what he's saying at that moment, and he act, they actually go and write it down, write down exactly what the Holy Spirit is saying, so they have a note of it, and they go back and refer to it. And this is huge. You know, I've been, I, I've probably been, I've been doing this type of thing right here, what I'm talking about for, oh man, 15 years now, at least. And it, it's been something that has been a staple in my quiet time that I am extremely thankful that I've done because I can go back and look at the different things or the different themes or different recurring statements that the Holy Spirit has been telling me. And I'll just give you a for instance. So I'm actually having a conversation, coffee, with a good friend of mine. And as I'm talking to him, you know, he, he asked me, you know, you know, hey man, um, what's how, how are things going? Um, what what are you learning about? What's what's God revealing to you right now? And you know, without me even having to hesitate, probably over the last I don't know year in my journaling. One of the common themes that the Holy Spirit, and I was just telling this, I said, you know, I said, Travis, one of the common themes that the Holy Spirit has continually brought up to me and says this to me, if not um, every other day, at least once a week, and that is to rest and relax or relax and rest. It doesn't matter which it is, but to rest and relax. And how do I know that? Because I've actually taken the time and journaled out and captured what the Holy Spirit said to me. And I've been able to go back and review those things and seen 
that, ah, man, this is a little bit of a recurring theme in me. I've got to relax more often, like physically relax, like slow down, not doing anything, <laughs> and rest, rest more in what he is doing, what the Holy Spirit is doing in me, and trust more in that than sitting there trying to manufacture uh, my own efforts and making sure that I'm making things happen. So that 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 right there, that whole just a journaling aspect, and that's I and I'll talk, I'll talk a little bit about that real quick. So, so I have. I remember whenever I first started doing this, I was probably I was in my I was in college, and I remember I, I think I was reading a book, or I might have been listening to someone a sermon. I believe it was in a book, and the author of the book I think was the only thing I got out of the book. Let me get another quick swig of water, guys. Hang on. The thing I got out of the book that he said was get a journal, get a journal, and only write in one page kind of a journal entry of your day and do it in the evening right before you go to bed. And actually, I was getting ready to go on my mission trip uh, over to uh, France, England, and Ireland, and Scotland, and do my athletics. Well, as I was, you know, as I was, was I was getting ready to embark on this journey, I remember I went to, uh, I think at that time, a Christian bookstore, found a, a note. Uh, a journal that I kind of liked and I remember uh, when I went on the mission trip I remember pulling out that journal every night and writing down uh, kind of the events some thoughts uh, some some activities that I did uh, maybe a bible verse that I that I thought was really cool that day or just I wrote down the, the events and things, and it was just a, a diary, a journal entry. But I was, I was pretty disciplined with myself that I only kept it to one, one page. You know, so I'd write at the very top, you know, what day it was and the the date, uh, and maybe even the time of uh, when I was actually journaling. Well, anyway, why am I telling you this? Well. In the process of me journaling and doing those things um, on that mission trip, I actually met my wife. All right, I didn't know it at the time, but I met met Amy. And here's how cool the Holy Spirit is, and it, there's why there's no coincidences in the kingdom of God. <clears throat> so, I record every day, and it was actually on July 13th that I recorded on that day and wrote down in my journal that I actually gave Amy a hug. Okay. Very innocent, nothing to just, just a hug. Okay. Well, I wrote that down in my journal, uh, 
why I wrote that down. Well, well I I thought Amy was pretty cute, and we, we gave each other a hug, whatever. I really didn't think anything about it, say, oh, this is my wife. No, none of those thoughts were going through my head. Well, flash forward now several, uh, a couple of years, and actually it was, um, I think it was another, what, 18 months later after that, uh, you know, that time in my life that I found out <clears throat> that Amy, Amy and I had gotten back together and we we're getting, we we're actually kind of getting serious as far as getting to know each other and actually talking more and, you know, taking time on the phone. And, you know, she was 800 miles away from me at that time. And I was in college and it kind of leaked out because I was getting pretty serious about Amy. And it kind of leaked out that uh, either through her sister, I don't believe it was through Amy at first, but her sister or somewhere told me that Amy, this is kind of when Amy, we were, I mean, we were really becoming an item. I mean, I had even talked to my mom about how I felt like that this young lady could potentially be my wife. And I remember my mom telling me, oh yeah, she's, I already know she's going to be your wife. <laughs> my mom. And my mom was right. Mom, mom was right about a lot of things. <laughs> but it, it kind of came out that the Holy Spirit, when I gave Amy that hug, that she said that she saw a vision over my shoulder of a chalkboard and where that on the chalkboard it was like a hand being written you know this is the man that you're going to marry and she had a vision and she believed it now she didn't sit there and tell me but she she had this vision and she didn't get excited about it and start telling everybody except she did tell her family <laughs> well how did that coincide? Well, I had written down the the actual date and time in my journal and recorded that, so I knew the date. Amy didn't know the date, and so what tra transpired, and I, I don't have time to get into all this, but I wound up um, coming up. Some a couple people helped me, but I came up with a great way to actually propose to Amy on that day, July 13th, the day the Holy Spirit told her that she was going to marry me. And how cool is it the Holy Spirit knew way back when to encourage me to do that, and I did it, and then for all that to come to kind of come to full circle of me being able to propose to my wife on the day that the Holy Spirit told her that I was going to marry her. Powerful, guys. Powerful stuff when it comes to journaling. It was it was just for me, but it obviously it helped me out and it helped me out my you know to be able to propose to my wife and obviously she said yes and now here we are 20 what are we 20 20 
one, 22, 22 years later, were married. Now, here's the other thing about uh, journaling and note-taking and so forth like that. I, I guess this is a little bit of where I want to kind of land this right here. So for, the, for, for many, many years, you know, I've, I've journaled where that I'll take, you know, during my quiet time, I have a, what it's called, uh, I would either have a notebook um, or have a, you know, journaling, you know, kind of book and I would write out my thing. Then I started utilizing the, my uh, day one app where that I could actually digitally, you know, type in my my journal entry and uh, my quiet time, you know, moment, my conversation with the Holy Spirit. And I probably got, you know, what's cool is you can look over on my shelf over there and, you know, you can actually print these books out and they do a great job, day one does. And they've got all these, I've got all these books now of like five, six years of these journal entries. Well, I, I'm kind of changing a little bit of what I'm doing a little bit of, because I'm, I'm just understanding more. I'm going to a deeper understanding of this whole journaling and note-taking and because I've always been a note-taker. I mean, if you would ever see me in church, I'm, I've always, you know, uh, be taking notes, whether it might be on a, you know, uh, piece of paper or actually you know, on the digital device. It just, I, I've always been a note-taker. Even in a business meeting, I'm, I'm taking notes. Well, because of this book, The 15 Secrets uh, of Successful Time Management from People, whatever the book's called, he talks about how that actually physically writing helps you to remember and to conceptualize the the information you might be taking in. <clears throat> There's an he, he cites in there that there is a article or a study that was done um, in 2000, 2014, and that article was <clears throat> about the pen is mightier than the keyboard. And in that article, they do a study on the, there's like this Princeton lady and then this, um, Southern California, uh, whatever, uh, Berkeley, I don't know. Anyway, these professors that take these 320 students and they run these series of just tests on them where they have some of them taking notes via on their keyboard and having some, some of them take notes uh, handwritten <clears throat> and they run all these different tests. Well, the bottom line is that the the ones that took handwritten notes had better recall and better understanding. There's there's the key word right there. Better understanding of the actual information that was being given. Now, in the study, they said the keyboard people basically would be you know, taking down almost like, you know, as a, you know, um, 
what are those people called in the courtroom? Basically just typing in what the words of the person is saying uh, from stage. But really what it was is that the, the actual function or the actual uh, activity of writing helps you to, you know, process. There's like this synapsis, a very short moment where you are able to, as you're writing, you're processing what the person is saying and you're actually, you know, it's almost like your brain is remembering a whole lot better because you're conceptualizing it. Anyway, it's made me sit there and think, okay, dang it, I need to, um, I, I feel like that I need, I, I've been journaling and taking notes and so forth like that a whole lot, but I need to do this, you know, take my game up even more. And so, you know, in the, in the productivity thing, he talks about a whole bunch of time management stuff. And, you know, I, I've kind of gone back to, you know, my paper planner. And I was sitting there with a paper planner and, you know, there were things that were going on during my day that I would record and take down as notes or, you know, things that just might have happened that I needed to remember or uh, to do item or, you know, a thought. And I was putting it in my note uh, in my Franklin planner. And I was getting kind of frustrated with my Franklin planner because it's just, it's, it's big and you just can't, you just can't carry it around everywhere you go. I mean, it can go, but it just can't go everywhere. I mean, I'm talking everywhere. And so in, in that book, he talks about how that, you know, you can actually, that you, you know, just grabbing a small uh, journal, like a moleskin or uh, some sort of, you know, uh, you know, they call them field notes. There's a company out there called Field Notes with just these little small pocket size or passport size note-taking, you know, journal things that you can actually take with you everywhere you go. And so for the last, you know, what is it now, two weeks or something like that, I've actually had this pocket size moleskin, uh, moleskin, I don't know how to say it, and where that, you know, I'll, I've got an index at the very beginning of it and where that I actually am pretty much just writing down the different the different things that are, I mean I'm, I'm I, I, I don't say I say it I mean I'm writing down a lot more stuff it's called micro micro journaling or either you know writing down what I'm hearing from the Holy Spirit at that moment I might write down a thought like last night, for instance, um, you know, based upon a conversation with Amy and I, uh, the very last thing I wrote down before I went to bed, I wrote down a question that has that I've been has been thinking about, but I just needed to get it outside of me, and I was able to write that question down um, and get it captured uh, because if just Richard Branson even said it that. You know, you might have a thought, and if you don't externalize that thought, or at least capture that thought, the next morning, you're, that thought's gone, could potentially gone. And so, for me, I know that I had to start to externalize. So, I mean, 
you know, it, it's just been a great thing for me right now to carry around because it's, it's actually smaller than my phone. I mean, it's not, it's about like, it's always, it's a little bit bigger than a three by five card and I'm able to put it in my back pockets and I'm able to bring it out. And one of the other things, and I, I, I wanted to say this here, I, I'm, I guess I'm just so excited about this. Um, one of the things that it's done for me is it's helped me to slow down. To not just rush off and go from task to task to task or next thing, next thing, next thing, but actually s- slow down long enough where that I'm actually able to record maybe, you know, what just kind of happened in my life or what, what event just took place and, you know, what were my thoughts around that? Like, for instance, you know, I, I pulled this, I pulled this little pocket notebook out because I was in the, in the middle of a lunch meeting with uh, two gentlemen, we were talking about real estate. And, you know, I pulled it out, wrote down, you know, who's there at the meeting and the time of the meeting taking place, um, obviously the date and so forth, any kind of, um, you know, ideas or things that were shared at the meeting I wrote down during the meeting. Uh, But I'm not sitting there taking like, not, it's not, I'm not like, you know, recording every little thing. I'm just writing down some thoughts that I had during the meeting or whatever. But then after the meeting, after me, and this is what was helps me slow down. It's like I kind of am able to, you know, pause and reflect, pause and kind of think about what just took place. What, what did I just experience? And it might take me a minute. It might take me two minutes, but those that minute to two minutes are valuable because I just captured just real quick shorthand written notes, some thoughts that I had about what just took place. And the other cool thing is, is that I'm able to go back when I have my weekly review and review all these different days. And I pull out during that weekly review some of the major highlights or some of the things that kind of bubbled up or things that I want to make sure I either, you know, transfer to my, you know, planner and get in my calendar or, you know, ideas or concepts that I, that I've written down from a book and I want to make sure I remember. And so I index those at the beginning of the notebook. It's just all these different things that I'm able to do. And it's really been a help. And, you know, gang, I know I'm kind of belaboring this, but I'm just telling you what I'm learning right now, and it's really good, and I hope you uh, glean from it. Um, The other thing is, is that I, you know, read this whole entire uh, blog post by uh, this, um, this this gentleman named, I don't know the name of the gentleman, but it's called The Art of Manliness, and it's the 20, 20 famous people that uh, would, there were journal that actually wrote in journals and, you know, anywhere, anybody from Marcus Aurelius to, uh, to actually, um, who else was another person that wrote in journals, Teddy Roosevelt, uh, JFK to, um, Martin Luther King. I mean, all these different men, you know, 
Thomas Jefferson, Ben Franklin, all these, Mark Twain, all these fam famous men, and it just, you know, there's Art of Manly, so it's obviously men, which inspires me because I'm a man, that all these men wrote in these journals, wrote in their own journals, and, you know, these are just the notes, these are the things, and, you know, like uh, Aristotle, his notes, even though they were personal to him, are still archived and reviewed. Marcus Aurelius, same person, and, and in, one of the last great emperors of Rome, his own personal daily journaling or writings that he had of his own self-reflections were in, in those things, which I just think is just so cool. And, you know, that is what successful people do. <laughs> That's all I can say. I mean, Richard Branson, I started off with that. I mean, he's created four, uh, several, you know, billion-dollar companies as an entrepreneur because of one productivity tool of a, you know, notebook or just jotting down notes or jotting down the ideas and capturing them in a note-taking uh you know, device, you know, so you can use your phone to, to capture them. That's totally fine. Or you can go get them, you know, like what I'm using, who cares? But I'd say my, my recommendation to you is just start, start the process, you know, utilize it and see where your thoughts go. I, I'll tell you this, that instead of me jumping on social media, I've kind of found myself writing down in my journal or, or kind of capturing some things. And it has just been a whole lot more refreshing. Journaling out some, just even micro journaling out some thoughts and everything like that instead of jumping on the social media. So, king of success. You know, you can capture those little micro journals with the Holy Spirit's telling you that moment. Not a bad idea. You know, so... My recommendation to you is go get a notebook today, all right? Go get a notebook, figure out what, what works for you, if it needs to be bigger or smaller, whatever it needs to be. But start taking notes down. Start writing down the little events in your life. Start writing down the little moments with your kids, what you say to your spouse. I mean, I wrote down uh, the, the different topics that Amy and I talked about from our dinner last night, which is fantastic. And which, you know, for me, that's important because what my wife is talking about is I want to record it, know it, and have it with me. So if something bubbles back up in service, I'm able to go back and, you know, review it. So, King of Success, know that you're blessed, you're highly favored, you're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health, spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys, and gang will catch you on the other side.